I literally have a box. Like, I have a box. You have a box full of props? Is that true? Oh, wow. I like that one. That's a good one. You'll see that in May of 2021. Yeah, uh, yeah I knew about that one because you've <laughs> used that in previous videos of ours, by the way. That's been fun. Yeah. That, <laughs> like uh, everything. Okay. And I then, I've seen that one once before, but I'm like... And then Wolverine Claws at one-sixth the cost. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. I love how thick that blade so is. The, it's great. The fractions, it's one six because he has six blades and I only have one of the six. I'm just I'm seeing a blank face with Cal, so I just want to make sure I specify. Oh, so you thought I didn't understand it. Thanks for explaining, Travis. Now what? it makes sense. Now so, it's funny. Honestly, I feel smarter with this white shirt, so I feel like I'm I'm obligated to tell people what they That's need. Great. All right, Professor. You so uh, you're, dre so you're dressed professionally for tonight's occasions. Yeah, well, I was wearing a, a, a white t-shirt. I was yeah, listen, white t-shirt is so professional when you're wearing it on set. <laughs> so I, go on, Travis. Sorry. In in my defense, I was wearing a slightly nicer like blue sweater, but then I got home and I was doing a lot of stuff, and I got hot, so I just ripped it off like an animal, and I was like, "This is gonna okay. have to do." Yeah. Cool. It got hot today. Yeah, it's in the I upper seventies or something. Mm -hmm. I had to shut all yeah. my windows. I was Damn. rushing to to paint other things and i was going so fast it's just most of it got on my hands than anything else so i'm just like sitting there trying to scrub and it just won't come off what were you painting things and stuff things and stuff okay josh told get... me to keep it a secret so oh, okay. now i can't okay. talk about can't it can't go into specifics then all right fine thanks josh <laughs> So, uh, Ryan, before we get started, did you want to, what's your topics so we can be prepared? Um, yeah. What do you mean, you, you you said do you mean you be prepared? We just state them right when we start well, going so we, so and we deal with it. So each of you have, you know, maybe a five minutes to think about it. No, <laughs> that's not how we're doing it because that's not <laughs> how we minutes. do things here. Because at lasting insight, insight. we do Sorry. things by a book that we choose to take and throw away and burn and then dance in its ashes because we don't care about preparation we care about entertainment we care about saying sure. things that we'll most likely regret later but on that note i'm going to say hi thank you welcome for tuning in and watching another episode of this of course i'm not the host because the host chooses never shows face josh is here say hi josh i'm not the host i manage whatever and then I'm the guy, Travis. You may have heard of me. Whatever. And then we have beautiful Calvin down there. Say hello, Calvin. Hello. Welcome back, wonderful fans. He salutes like he's a soldier, but he's a soldier of the demon. But now... I'm a Boy Scout. Boy Scout. Yes. Ugh. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> we'll work on it. As you sip your tea, we're going to go over to our special guest that we have on tonight. It's somebody that I know, and this is the first time everybody else in the group is meeting. A little wonderful final get-together we're getting to have. Uh, all the way over from Nerd Culture, it's uh, Ryan Permison. How are we doing, Ryan? I'm doing well, sir. Thanks for having me. I've, I've been looking forward to this appearance on this particular show for a very long time, so it's nice to finally see it come to pass. I I'm excited. Yes. Well, we're very glad to have you here, Ryan. Yeah. The one I'm and one, only I'm, I'm one of your two and a half listeners you get every oh, yeah. week. Yep. I wonder who the half is. It, it's a mystery that is yet to be solved. That's, that's not the, but that's not tonight's discussion. Tonight's discussion is, of course, as usual, something that we're probably going to argue and debate about, but we don't know until this very moment. So, Ryan, you brought a couple of discussion topics for us. Yeah. What do you got? What do you got in the chamber? Yeah, I, sure. Yeah, I got a few ideas, so we'll toss these around, see which one sticks. First one that uh, was on my mind was a certain 
fans like to celebrate films and when they have a particular anniversary coming up, whether it's like the 20th, maybe the 25th, maybe 30th uh, anniversary of a certain film. Like for instance, perfect example, uh, tomorrow, uh, well not tomorrow, I mean the release date for this official movie came out a few months ago, but the they call it Future Day and it's tomorrow because that's where they go back to October 21st, 2015 and Back to the Future Part 2. So tomorrow is technically Future Day, even though the film came out, the first one anyway, a little bit sooner than that. So my question is, or the potential question for tonight's topic is, how do you feel when people celebrate certain anniversaries of films? Do you feel it's warranted that these celebrations go on every five or 10 years? Or do you think it's kind of a, eh, the film's been out for so long, why do we need to celebrate an anniversary every five years? We can just watch it whenever. Or, you know, do you think, yeah, do you think it's worthy that some of these films get certain anniversaries celebrated every year? That's one of the uh, proposed topics I have on the table. Does that interest anybody? I mean, I already have a set in stone answer that will, in my mind, will never change. <laughs> yeah, we could go for that. But I'm curious, what is the other one? All right. Well, the other idea I had was, uh, and we actually discussed this on another show I was on a few several several months ago, and it was you had to come up with your own weekend film festival, and you had to pick five films Ooh. to put in this weekend festival: two on Friday, two on Saturday, one on Sunday. And then you can have a Q&A for one of those five films with the cast and crew. So you put together your own film festival and you have to decide, like, is there a particular theme for this weekend film festival? Or do you just kind of wing it and just choose five random films that have nothing in common with one another? Or do you actually take the five films and say, oh, these are five of the greatest films I believe of all time. Or these are five of the best films of the 70s or five of the best horror films. That sort of thing. Honestly, I feel like we could hit the first question and then the second one. I honestly, I'm, I'm honestly let's, thinking. I'm let's think run we through could. the first and then spend some time on that second one. I think. Sure. I think we could do it. Yeah. So Travis, you already said you have a set in stone answer for the first. Look, movies. Movies are good. I think it's. I. I, I think <laughs> movies are good, but I think <laughs> after forty years, um, you can stop having reunions for it because. Movies are good. Travis, let me Movies are good. You keep holding like you know events and, and stuff for it yeah it's cool and all but the thing is like i feel that if everybody that was in the film that helped make it and acted in like every every person that had a part in it if they're all dead at a certain point then that means you sh- there's no more time for reunions like and like events because like you're not can't really celebrate anymore i think once people that were involved with it have all withered away and died the generation is over you can go watch it still you can still enjoy your time with it maybe you get to get together with your friends but like big events you know like how sad is it to like how sad is it to like put together a, like an event and it's like oh they're not having a panel panel this year and it's like well why why is that like they couldn't show up like no nah, they're all dead i'm like then why are we still doing this they've clearly stopped caring so why should we that is my scent wow that was i was totally expecting you to go the other way with how much you love movies and how much you want to I love them. movies and you don't have to forget about it but I'm saying making elaborate big events like 20 year anniversary like I get it like once because it's like oh where are they now because I'm sometimes curious but then it's like another 20 years then it's like ah oh, they're still alive and then after that well, it's like all right I'm good I could be wrong and yeah. Ryan you might have to clarify this but I don't think he specifically meant an anniversary where the actors would get together or the directors would get together. I think it's more so just when the fans would celebrate uh, the anniversary of How the release. How long can you celebrate a film for? Well, he- here's my opinion. <laughs> yeah. 
here's my opinion. There's, there's sure, two yeah. sides of it. Mm-hmm. The first side is the business side where, mm-hmm. where the business says, okay, we can get some money if we remind people that this came that's out 30 years point. ago. That's, that's one side of it. And it's like, that's every that's side stupid. Of that's why they do it. And they give money. it's never going to end as long as people are making money from that. So it is what it is. The other side of it is I feel if a movie has such a profound impact on a group of people that they want to celebrate it again, then like, go ahead, let them do that. Like it, it's a testament to how strong the movie could be if people are still celebrating it, you know, 50 years later. I don't see a problem with it at the very least. I thought of my situation a little too literally, Calvin. I thought if you're going to do it, you need all the factors. Like you need the people that were in the film. So you can have, like, I'm just saying like, at what point, like, what is there, like, is there a certain point? I mean, at some point they're all going to die. So you can't do it. I mean, I'm pretty sure. And this is actually something that was, uh, that happened earlier this year or last year. I can't remember which year it was. It was either this year or last year. They came out with an anniversary Blu-ray set for Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho because it turned 60 like last year or this year, I can't remember which year it was, which don't get me wrong. Psycho is a great film, no matter what, no matter how many, how long it's been out or whatever. I'm just curious, like, is that worth like spending an entire day celebrating the Blu-ray release for the 60th anniversary of Psycho? Or is it kind of like, eh, 60 years, who cares? The movie's great, but we already knew that. Actually, yeah. The um, Back to the Future is actually doing the same thing because I, Mm -hmm. the sucker that I am, I I bought the, uh, the 4K collection. Oh, um, nice. Living proof. Um, right yeah. there. Good for yeah. you. The 4K is working on you. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, the uh, I had the, the regular Blu-ray collection that came out 10 years ago. <laughs> and then I saw the new ones come out. I'm like, all right, I got to get it because it comes with a little little hoverboard toy. So I'm like, okay. Aww. They got me. <laughs> got to get that hoverboard toy, of they got, course. They got we, my... never, we never actually <laughs> got a hoverboard, which I'm still frustrated about, Mattel. Uh, we Where's did. my hoverboard? Just, it was false advertisement. Yeah, it was false advertising. In 2015, it was. Sadly. <laughs> I would have been actually kind of sick if they had hover. Like, Dude, I want a hoverboard really so bad. I want that Mattel hoverboard. Are we going to even ever get to a point where, like, I, I believe... I, I mean, it's, it, is, it is scientifically possible. It is, it so is scientifically possible. possible. I've I seen think, videos. I think the reason why hoverboards have not been like given to us is because one, that yeah, there's no awesome. way to like profit on making something that's probably that elaborately expensive and still making a profit off of it. But then the other thing yeah. is, it's like we're not going to give these psychopaths of society th- this this technique. Like, need a license to ride a hoverboard. We're I mean, too give it to you people it's are dangerous same. on segways like what do you think we're going to do with a hoverboard <laughs> it's the same reason that jetpacks are not made publicly available to children Ooh, that's exactly. right because i mean they the mandalorian exist, gets a jetpack you can buy one on amazon <laughs> i just i literally just i just pictured i just pictured like going out on my back porch in the morning and i just see like a a stream of like black going through the sky <laughs> and I, just, I hear in the faint <laughs> distance i hear in the faint distance as it slowly starts to dip, I'm like, oh, God, he's gliding. He's gliding. He goes behind the tree line. I'm just like, he's gone. Oh, boy. Oh, oh no. Dead. no. <laughs> oh, no. Like, what do you do? You want to sign a waiver before you take it out of the store? So it's fair to say that, Josh, you're one of the few collectors who actually go out when these anniversaries happen, and you'll just buy the 4K and the Blu-rays that come out every five to ten years. 
Unfortunately, yes. I also just bought the $130 Friday the 13th oh my box goodness. set. What? Yeah. That's how much that thing was? Yeah, yeah. Oh my so that was gosh. that was the cheap version the that was on oh, um, there's more expensive versions the, of this yeah there was the, the actual one on um i think it's shout factory or screen factory oh yeah yeah yeah. i heard shout factory um, really theirs was 160 too. but it comes with like a poster and everything so. that's a lot here's i don't understand thing. it here's a thing. lot oh i don't either but i do it anyway here's the thing I, yeah you do it anyway i still don't get it <laughs> it's like it's like tom hanks uh, i still don't get it <laughs> here's the thing here's the thing here's the thing I, movies are good. Movies be good. All right, but <laughs> they're more than some movies listen, are more than listen, good. Like Star listen. Wars, according to Josh, is great. Listen, movies, movies, movies be good, and I, but and I'll be, I'll be a fan. I cannot though. I cannot be a big enough of a fan that you're going to tell me, hey, remember those like five movies that are like 35 years old that you've seen a million times? You want to buy them? I'm like, yeah, sure. How much? And you're like, huh, like it's kind of like a down payment for a car. I'm like, no, thank you. I'm good. I could just get a car. <laughs> that will literally take me places. $160 for Friday the 13th. My gosh. I don't, I don't believe in... Ooh, That's, there it goes. It's yeah, out of focus because it's yeah, giving up on focus, me. My man. camera's like, ooh, I don't, don't want to be a part of this. $160 bucks for a franchise like that? Like, this is coming from somebody who hasn't seen that, the original Friday the 13th scene. yet? That's a lot. I think I, think, like, I enjoy like, being a it's fan of stuff, but I, I honestly, I agree. I think it's... Oh, I'm spent, not like, proud ooh, of myself. I know, but... No, like, you spent money that you should have saved for bigger and better I things than... I should have, but I didn't. Yeah. But it <laughs> sucks because Blu-rays. like they know that people are going to buy it. Like, ooh, because, like, you know, you love that and you want to show yeah. that you love it. And it's like, oh, memories and all I, that stuff. I but do... It's like, it's, pisses me off that it's like i will say this though i do admire because make them feel special i do admire that shout factory like re-releases certain films that have been like forgotten or haven't gotten a proper blu-ray or dvd treatment for a perfect example last year was the 30th anniversary one of my favorite movies that only five and a half other people i know of like fred savage's the wizard from 1989 shout factory released a 30th anniversary blu-ray of that movie and i of course pre-ordered it by when it was uh on christmas time because it was supposed to it can then it came out four months later it was great so there you go. Cal, Shout you Factory, you got my money. Cal, I, have you a, very I have a question. No, yeah. I have a question for you yeah. guys. No one has ever heard of this movie except me and five other people. It's fine. Ethic, ethical debate, I guess. Do you think it is maybe a problem or unethical on the, um, the, the shoulders? On people's hopes and dreams? Yeah, the shoulders yeah. of the distributors who will create these super expensive packs that people will buy, will buy or do you think it's on the shoulders of the consumers to just stop doing it it's both parties are to blame because they only do it because they know that the people that will buy it will buy it like there are people that are just like i have to I mean, get this it's Gosh just like needs friday the 13th in his life i mean it's just like you know disney world or hershey park they don't That's need true. to charge that much money for you to go but they do but it they anyway. know you're gonna do it go because they know yeah. that you're gonna spend that nowhere else things. you can go yeah, but it's the thing capitalism. is, it's also changed because, like, back in the day, it was kind of like you went there for the experience, but now people go there just so they can have the, the picture for Instagram. Be like, I had a fun weekend. I'm in debt. Yeah, they also charge <laughs> yeah. that much to make sure no poor people can get in. It, well, 
I mean, they want to keep their parks clean and savory for the middle class. Savory Upper is middle. a nice selected and and Quick. courtroom safe word. <laughs> yeah, savory. I think on that note, let's turn our attention. No, to, I want to uh, say this one last time <laughs> okay. to reiterate my point. Okay. One last okay. time, and then we'll move on to the next. When thing. it comes to buying stuff. Yes. That's overpriced. I'm literally the type of person where I could be at a convention having the time of my life and I'm walking by, all of a sudden somebody pulls me aside and then we get to talk and everything. And all of a sudden I see that thing. I'm like, oh, oh, I haven't seen this in ages. Oh, it's bringing back so many good memories. Oh, this is amazing. I haven't seen these in forever. Oh, I would love to have this. How much? And if they go even a cent higher than what I would like it to be. I'm just like, nah, I didn't really want it anyway. And I walk away because I'm like, Oh, I'm the opposite. I'll just say, screw it. Fine. It's a I cent. Can't, I mean, I can't do I, it. Like, I was this, by the way, Josh, I was this close to convincing uh, Travis to buy the lightsaber that I got that weekend at Austin Con in DC. Oh. Like I was this close to him spending that 150 yeah, on that saber. There's the, there's the part of me that's just like, they don't need all that money of mine. <laughs> Uh, Even though deep down you know you wanted that lightsaber, I wanted it, but for a reasonable price, you know, and I just I couldn't do it. And all of a sudden, like I'm trying to tell that to him, and I'm like looking. He's like, "Are you sure?" And I look, I point to the booth where a bunch of crowds of people are standing around, and every two seconds somebody's walking away with their lightsaber. I'm like, Ryan, look at them. They're doing fine without me. (laughs) They don't need my numbers. They already have plenty of numbers. They have plenty of money. Trust me, I'm not going to bankrupt them. It's okay. That's fair. That's fair. That's not to say I won't get another lightsaber eventually. Yeah. They actually just dropped the dates for next year's Awesome Con if that ever comes to fruition in 2021. I know. I hope August, by paid. the way, folks. August. Oh, nerd culture and lasting light media. In August. Awesome Cal, we're going on a me, field trip. Me and Cal going in it. August. Everybody rooms together, but me and Cal will get our own room. Yes. Ooh, there yes. you go. I'm excited. Calvin, are you excited? You excited I for next am year? Feeling something. So is yeah. are, is Cal gonna sleep at the foot of your bed? Hmm. Wait, no, is it one bed? Is, is yeah. he? Travis. <laughs> Wait a minute, Travis. I thought you were gonna get a two bedroom uh, suite, man, or something. No, nah, no. Nah, we Cal, yeah, Cal and yeah. I can Cal and I can rough it, right? You gotta Cal? get two double beds, man. Travis. <laughs> Walk in. I'm surprised <laughs> if you can fit in the bed on your own. Like, I don't I'll know where I'm going to go. Dude, the listen, guy's like seven foot five. Listen, he barely fits in the bed I'm, we had I'm, in the hotel room I'm last Big year. Spoon. I curve in such a way that I it gives that. you enough of a, of a, a recess to, to snuggle into. I don't want that. You, you walk no into the room. You walk into the room and all you see is one bed. And then <laughs> you want to go to address it. But the only thing you can utter up is like, dude, there's not even a t- TV in here, like what? It's like you're cable, so by the panicked. Way. You're so panicked at the stranger danger that you've just been succumbed to from walking in. I'm like standing. I'm standing behind you. I, I have you going first, in the so doorway. Run. Yeah, so you can't run. You can't run. Anyone else? Well, as long as there's a window. I think Josh and I are wigged out by this conversation. <laughs> I think it's fine, but I'm just. I'm, just I, I'm more used to it. So. Look, I just kind of stuff that you put up with on a daily basis, Josh. I put up with this. I don't want to put up with this. But you do because you love Travis like a brother, Cal. We know the romance between you two. Uh, Just imagine, Cal. Just last last little bit of imagery. Just imagine you wake up that first morning, right? And you're just like stretching and then you look over and I'm literally just like one knee up looking out the window going like, having a cup of coffee is going, today's going to be fun. (laughs) We're going to the convention center, bro. Giving you that that visual confidence that, hey, if I'm all right, you're all right. 
I carry her around in those like, little you little carry vest. me around yeah, like in those yeah. little baby vests that people have. <laughs> yeah. right. That would be hilarious. Walking down the aisles of Awesome Con and like literally Cal's just hanging there, his feet like an inch away from the ground to the point where he could walk if I hunched <laughs> over, but I won't let him. I'm like, no, you stay with me. <laughs> oh, that sounds. Why am I here again? <laughs> Because you had to, you you, you watched it. You watched it as a third party, but now you're you're in it. You're in it. You get to feel it firsthand. You, it's a difference. Creepy. The creepiness of my mentality in this. Yeah. Is, it's it's a lot different when it's live and you're here and you're mm -hmm. knowing that this bad stuff. At this very moment. He did a great job of explaining why this is awful. I do. I guess we yeah. should move on. I do. Yeah. I just want to spend the money, Josh guys. Josh is ready to move on. <laughs> Uh, Josh controls this, so why don't you get a yeah, wrangle Yeah, apparently he Josh. does. Josh, by the way, real quick, side note, that poster you behind you from TLJ, Last Jedi. I like the poster, maybe not so much the movie. I love both, but to each other. Oh, that's a totally different discussion. Yeah. We've had that discussion many times, that's Cal and many I, times. and he never wins. Yeah. Oh, I do win, but anyway. Uh, you Travis, why don't you steer us towards uh, Ryan's second topic? I forgot it, so I don't know why you just did All that. Right, you Ryan, yourself. why don't you reintroduce your second topic? The, the, oh, festivals. The, yeah, you have film to put festivals. together your own film festival. you got five films you got to do. Two on Friday, two on Saturday, one on Sunday, and you can have a Q&A with the cast and crew of one of those five <laughs> films during the weekend. Which I don't one would know you if I could tell you how exactly the festival is going to go because I'm not that great of a planner, but I'll tell you what the films could yeah, remember be. Remember when you tried to make a list? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah, that's try. right. Yeah, there was no list. Exactly. Yeah. Number oh. 10 favorites. What 10 is it? favorites. Spider-Man 3. Uh, Spider-Man 3. I don't Wait, really the, like it, but it's my top 10 favorite. The Amazing Spider-Man 2 with Jamie Foxx. What? I did it. Wait, did I put that one in there? I don't know what you put in there. You put something. I think something you did. You, you put that you put, in Spider-Man 3. You started 3 with number like, 10 how dare you? and said something you don't like. <laughs> like, why is that in your I mean, like This I movie's still awful, but... Watchmen yeah. or V for Vendetta in there or something? I don't know. Oh, I anyway, like V for Vendetta. Anyway, so why don't you go ahead and uh, throw your festival together? Oh, I don't festival. have one because I'm unprepared like always. All right. I have a question for this festival thing. Is this like for me or is this for like people for to you. experience? No. No, it's for, for it, other you're the planner too. and it's for other people okay, to so buy tickets oh, okay. to and experience. Go, yeah. Go so selfish. you get. So right. it's Friday afternoon, Friday night, and then the other two films are Saturday afternoon, Saturday night, and then one on Sunday afternoon to wrap it all up. Ooh, I got it. All right. So the this, festival. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. This, is, festival, this is how it works. It's going to be all about Tommy Wiseau's The Room. Oh, now, bear oh with me on this. It's only one movie. So Friday, it will be a screening of the film, obviously, and then a Q&A with the cast and crew. Okay, now bear with me on this. Then after that, Saturday, we show the film again. Q&A with cast and crew, but half of them have already left. Now, third day, it's whittled down at this point, and whoever's still sticking around, the groups are minute, and they're, they're hanging by a thread with how long they want to stay, stay in it for. They're like, I, I hope to God this last day of this weekend is going to be something new and different and exciting. I spent so much money. And then we screen the film again a third time, mind you. They've seen it twice already, third time. And then we have a Q&A, but nobody is there except for Tommy. The twist is that this time, it's not actual Tommy. It's actually James Franco disguised as Tommy from the movie 
And it sucks because everybody was already fed up that they left and didn't stay for the third day. So that way when they hear in the news later that James Franco was at that and they missed a chance to meet him, they feel horrible about themselves. So not only did they give me their money, but they also realized that they made a mistake because they got duped because they fell for my mind games. Now I'm financially and mentally satisfied. You're welcome. That's an elaborate scheme that's going to work. But now they know. So what do I do? Well, I'll tell what, you what I do. Two people will know? Oh, my God. <laughs> two, yeah, two people will know. It's like, dang, I was going to go to that. Travis, That's the a downside pretty good is that you would have to be present for all three nights watching those three nights that. in a row. Listen, I've had a I, – look, I've ta- dude, I've talked to you on many occasions. I've dealt with worse mental torture. All right. <laughs> Travis, I've dealt with worse mental torture at your hands. Yeah. I'm good every at week. Listen. Every I mean, week when we Calvin, come here. Calvin, that's a good point. So, Josh, my answer to you, honestly, is that, yeah, I'm probably going to be a little fed up myself that I got to personally get through it. But the thing is, knowing in the back of my head that it's leading up to something so deliciously sinister in my own world it's like "Hmm, this is gonna be good and i can sit through that i can probably completely zonk out to the point where like the day is just a blur of nothing i could do it and cal's gonna be there cal's gonna be there no i'm not gonna be there you're gonna be rooting me on bud we're gonna be sitting there on the second day and you're gonna lean in and go they don't have a single idea what's about to hit them and i'm like i know how did you get here do you need gas money for the ride back? Oh, this is the best uh, So I didn't ride with you, thank God. I think someone slashed your tires. That's not a good thing. <laughs> oh, and we'll treat it like a, uh, what's that thing out in the desert? Oh, a mirage. <laughs> is, is it a mirage? Is no. that what you were going uh, for? Burning Man. I'll treat it like Burning Man, where you, oh, I, I everybody you has about, to like, go out into the middle of nowhere. Real. So, like, they really have to either commit to staying there or they have to seriously consider driving hours, if not days, in order to leave. I want, oh, and we'll have Josh hanging by a cage no. for all three days. No. And, and like the fun Wait, part is hanging by a cage, like hanging the in cage, a cage? The, hanging in a cage. Yeah. I'll figure out the kinks. And then every day when you walk in, he's at the entrance. So you get to see how he's doing every day. It gets worse, obviously, because we don't feed him. Yeah. Oh, well, that's it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is there a purpose to that? Just to watch you struggle. Wait, Boy, I know how long this film, film festival it's will been- last. Not more than five minutes. He, he, Josh is just going to be sitting there, like putting his hand down, and people going, "Please, it's been three hours since I've had Taco Bell. I'm losing it." Nope. You're going to see people drinking. You'd be like, "Hey, you you want to hand that to me? I'm so thirsty." <laughs> you start you start becoming desperate, and then you find out the type of person you really are. You start giving them options for favors. You'll do. I'm not doing that. Oh, you think you won't? But when you're put in a situation where it's life or death, you will. And is you, it life or death? Oh, it definitely is for him. If he doesn't get Taco Bell every two hours, oh, Jesus. Travis, I've been at Taco Bell in two weeks. <laughs> you must be itching right now. <laughs> you must be just, uh. The, the next person to walk into your room and say Taco Bell, you're just, like, you're ready to go. You're ready to go. Brian, so what festival was... would you put together? <laughs> Yeah, that's Good. the worst idea for a film festival I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and you know what? Josh is not going to cut a single bit of it because he doesn't bother to edit these. No, it's because it's just too funny. 
right, Ryan. Let me something to that extent. I'll yeah, think of five movies, maybe. I'll mm. think of yeah, sure you will. Um, you can only think of one. It's called The Room. Yeah, fine. But anyway, uh, as far as a film festival that I would put together for this we for a weekend affair, I would say I'm gonna have a theme for it, and it's gonna be, I. I you know, I was going to go with one theme, but then I thought, you know what? I think the other idea I have will be better. So we're going to go with the best of the 1980s theme. So these are all going to be films that were released in the 80s that I consider to be some of the, I mean, some are kind of no brainers. Some maybe not. We'll see. So films of the 80s that I think would make for a good film festival weekend. Teenage right? Mutant Ninja Turtles. That came That's out in 1990. So that doesn't count. It doesn't, unfortunately, Wait, it came out right it, at 1990. Yes, oh, it did. That's a oh, fact. I could have, I could have, I could have sworn it was in the. You know what? Close enough. Who's gonna? Fact I wish check it was. I the wish it was 89. Well, did uh, the did comics the first were, movie Josh. come out in the 90s? Is that what we're talking? Yes, 1990 okay. specifically. Specifically. Well, darn. I mean, if you want to Google it, if you don't believe me, but anyway. No, I believe so you. I still we're think it's there. We're doing a best of 80s weekend. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go with what I believe is the best of this franchise, although a lot of people disagree and that's fine. James Cameron's The Terminator, 1984. That is by far and away the best of the entire franchise in my humble professional opinion. So that's gonna be in the festival for that weekend. So The Terminator is gonna go kick, kick things off. After that, you're gonna have a bit of a Clint Eastwood action. I'm going to go with uh, one of the Dirty Harry movies, specifically Sudden Impact, where he says, go ahead, make my day. I think that's a good movie, personally. I think it's, act it's actually one of my favorites of the Dirty Harry franchise that stars Clint Eastwood. So I'm going to go with Sudden Impact. There you go. I thought that was the first one. It was just called Dirty Harry. Or yeah, just, the first I one is know. Dirty Harry, but the fourth one is called Sudden Impact. That's why I'm including the yeah, fourth one, because it came out in the 80s. But doesn't he say, go ahead, make my day, in like every single one? No, it only uh, occurred in the fourth one, which in this case what does is he say? Impact. What does he say the, the, to the child kidnapper dude that's potentially a rapist in the first one? Oh, you feel lucky. That's what he does. Yeah, do you feel lucky, punk? You know, yeah, that was yeah. the first one. That was Dirty Harry, yeah. but that was way, way back in the 70s. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah, it's old school. Old school filmmaking. He was, I should have known he was wearing a corduroy. Oh, yeah, that's a corduroy suit. Imagine how hot those things were. Man, so much sweat going on. That must have been Ugh. that must have been tough for him to wear that back. But anyway, so James Cameron's The Terminator. Then we'll go with Sun Impact. I think that some people like it, maybe some people don't, but I think it should be included in this this weekend's festivities. Let's see, another '80s film. You know, I don't care. I'm like one of five that pe people have remotely enjoyed this, but I don't care. I'm going to throw it in anyway because some of the other films are probably. Oh yeah, of course you would throw that one in there. Roadhouse. Fred Savage. Fred Savage. No, the Grown Ups is like the <laughs> 2010s. What's no. wrong with you? Wait, what? Jeez. Yeah, Grown Ups came out in the 2010s. I know. I said Roadhouse. Oh, I thought you said Grown Ups. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> no, Jeez, I misunderstood. Roadhouse. You. Okay. you don't like no. Patrick Swayze kicking around no, in tight wrong. jeans? You're wrong. No, you're wrong. Roadhouse was 89, so that is an 80s film. Yes. So I'm yes. right. You are right. I'm sorry. I misunderstood your sentence. My yeah. bad. So that's in so, there. It could be. <laughs> I mean, hypothetically, if we want to make this different. Yeah. Is everybody I, obligated to wear 80s attire for this? Like, that's like. A, uh, I'm going to say 80s attire is optional, but not required. I think you should make it where, like, you have to. It's just so it feels like a niche thing where it's like, ooh, you have to do this or you can't get in. I feel special. People getting their legs uh, circulation cut off because their jeans are like three sizes too tight, you know? The good yeah. old days. 
Right, Cal? That happened in the 2010s, too. Remember that? I know. I know. I was one of them. Josh is still one of them. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Really? We're we're having an intervention on on, (laughs) – Oh, dear. Yeah. So, I don't even know where I was going with this. So, the the Terminator, Sun Impact, A Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay. Because that's just one of the best scary – that's one of the best horror films ever made, I think. It's Freddy Krueger's debut. It's great. I agree. So you're going to – let's switch it up. So you're going to scare people, do it with a Nightmare on Elm Street. Why the heck not? So that makes three, right? So let's see. Two more films. What are we going to go with? I'm going to go with a film that has probably one of the best soundtracks that was featured in an 80s film. I'm going with John Hughes' The Breakfast Club. I'm going with that. What's that, 80s? Yeah, uh, yeah what? 85. Came out in 85. That's a good movie. Darn right it is. Uh, so we're going with that. Right, that's a good one. And then to top it all off, we got to think of a fifth film here. What am I going to go with? You so far have hidden every aspect of uh, of movie for the eighties. You got a yeah. little bit of you got a little bit of action, but then you got a little bit of a drama. Then you have a and little a bit horror. of like an up and, yeah a horror. And then you have the up and coming like kind of like uh, the coming, coming of, of age, age. teen so, drama. Which at whatever this last one's got to be. It's got it's got to be the cap. What is it you think you're missing? Uh, a love Blade story. Runner. A love uh-huh. story. You said a love story. Okay, well, if we're going to go love story, then... Oh, wait. I don't know if this was 80s or not. Someone's got to back me up on... Someone's got to correct me on this. Check it, Josh. Did Say Anything with John Cusack come out in the 80s? I want to say yes. Yeah, it did. No, it did. Can someone Google that? Barely, 1989. Ooh, okay, then we're going with Say Anything with John Cusack and Iona Skye. There you go. Boom. You wear a duster, one leather glove, I think, and have a heavy boombox. Exactly. And he didn't tie his shoes either, I don't think. They had a problem with that in the 80s. Yeah. I gave her my heart. She gave me a pen. There you go. What was the song he was playing? It was uh, in, in, your, or in My Eyes or In Your Eyes? In, in Your Eyes by your Peter Gabriel. Eyes. Peter Gabriel. It was Peter Gabriel. Gabriel. The guy that wrote Book of Love. Cal, Calvin. I don't Dothan. think yep. he wrote that. In Your Eyes. There you go. There was a he song. He wrote Book of Love. I think. Did he I write know. it or did he just? No, he it? performed it. Boom. He sung it. He but sung, he didn't write it. Uh, I thought he did write and sing the song. Or am I did wrong? He... Pretty sure. Did, some... did someone want to Google that? Josh, check Google it. Josh. It. Check it, Josh. <laughs> That's the whole check thing. The... Check it, Josh. Check yeah, it, check it. It says song by Peter Gabriel. Yeah. So there's your, there's your 80s weekend yeah. film festival that covers a lot of different genres with a lot of different actors. And some of those films were really iconic. Some, maybe one or two, maybe probably not, but one or two maybe have flown under the radar. Who knows? But there you go. There's your 80s weekend. Are you going to have anything you... else going on other than just showing the films? Oh, yeah, the Q&A part. Yeah, almost forgot about that. Um, yeah, we're going to do a Q&A for... Uh, you know what? I don't care. This I know the 30... Well, oh, do I want to do it for this one or do I do want to do it for the other one? Shoot. Darn it. Ah, I can't help it because I love the movie so much. We're going with a Q&A with the cast and crew of The Terminator. You just want to see Arnold. Well, no, I actually <laughs> wanted to see Michael Bean because he was great as Kyle Reese. Is in he my first still alive? Opinion. Yeah, I was going to ask that question too. Who? Michael Bean? <laughs> I thought he died for some reason. Who? Michael Bean or Schwarzenegger? Yeah, Michael Bean. No. I saw him at a convention last year. Oh, He's fine. Never mind. I'm glad, I'm glad he's alive. <laughs> oh, so, hold on. Hein. Dude, Michael Josh, Bean is fine. Josh, definitely okay. check this. But we mentioned Breakfast Club. The, guy, the blonde guy. The blonde guy. In it, Anthony like, Michael Hall. Did he do something bad lately? <laughs> bad? 
No, but he did do an autograph signing last week. At no, a, but he's really old. At, at a oh, toy okay. show. That's just as bad, I guess. Wow, he's really old. He's 52. Holy crap. Uh, guess what, Josh? Fun fact. I actually had the pleasure of meeting Anthony Michael Hall last year at AwesomeCon. Nice. It was great. Hey, I, had him sign my bre- I had him sign my Breakfast Club Criterion Edition Blu-ray. Nice. How it was great. He? Nice. he was a great guy. He was great to talk to. He was, he was this close to snapping. Right, no, he wasn't. He was nice. Always on edge. Right, he was so very Tra- nice. So, Travis, you, we have your uh, the room three night event, the nightmare, which makes no sense. It you does. Didn't even, you didn't even include the disaster artist, which doesn't make sense. No, that's uh, the thing because it's building up. People aren't. That's true. The disaster artist should have been. That included. way, when James um, shows up, they're like, "What? He was there? I shouldn't have driven home." Uh, and then we have Ryan's eighties uh, rowback weekend, yeah. which is so great. Cal, what is your uh, what's your um, festival? Um. I was thinking I would show – I would have the movies that have brought me the closest to crying of all movies. Oh, I want to know that just out of pure principle. And I, and I just want to make people cry. <laughs> I'd, I'd want to see how many people cry. You told me you don't cry. So you almost cried at these movies or you actually did cry? I've never cried to a movie before. Oh, wow. So that Calvin, means you have no heart and no soul. Calvin's going to treat yes. this like a social experiment. He's, okay. he's going to show this to a group this of people. This is a therapy so okay. like, What, what <laughs> five movies that you're going to show that weekend that are going to make people weep in so tears and grab buckets? The movies, yeah, the movies that I have in mind are not innately depressing movies all the way through, but they have had moments that have brought me very, very close to crying, if that makes sense. So I've, okay. I've thought of these movies based on – moments yeah. not based on but them just before we, before you start is there a name for this festival is it just cal's weekend of tears uh, and sadness cal's um cal's bucket of experiment. tears and sadness cal's room of doom and gloom i don't know there you go <laughs> not bad. that's it's awesome not bad. that's great that right. rhymes that's so good at rhymes go, go ahead cal. all right well i don't i actually i haven't thought of like you know like what would play on friday saturday sunday i haven't thought okay, yeah, yeah. Of that but the movies um so the first movie that I think I'd want to show would be Forrest Gump. Nice. Because that has like at least my top five 10. moments in it that are like – Don't care for it. Hold on. Wow, you don't have a heart then, Josh. Hold on, Calvin, I, yeah, yeah. you have to – every film that you mention, you have to in-depth – you have to tell me what moments made you cry because I'm just – That made me cry, but um, – Close to. Forrest Gump is so good, Josh. You have so, no taste I, I'll say I have seen it I, – I will say I haven't seen it in about 15 years. I saw it when I was like, – oh, You know what? problem. When I was you about 10, so I, I haven't – no, I don't I have think any much – I just I think it's it because then. Josh is like he watches it, and then when he sees like he gets – like when Forrest gets his braces yeah. off and he starts oh, running yeah. everywhere, he's just yeah. sitting there eating going, yeah, whatever, running. That's so great. You know, right? yeah. like, you wouldn't believe upset. it if I told you, but I could run like the wind blows. I could run like the wind blows. As you said in the movie, <laughs> Josh, you need to sit down and rewatch. Oh, that. okay. He's it. got stamina, big whoop. <laughs> yeah. What, so, Cal, what's what what's after uh, Forrest Gump, the or Academy what, Award-winning film? What's the uh, well? What's the moment that makes you cry, or almost makes you Is cry? Is it when yeah, Bubba dies? He said there were five moments that make him cry. Well, in that what's movie. like? Well, the, no, I said there's like five. Like, yeah, when uh, Bubba. What's dies, the I one standout? Oh, Bubba. Yeah, yeah. So the one standout. The biggest standout that I can think of off the top of my head, I haven't seen the movie in years and years, but on the biggest standout that I can think of is when he um, goes back to see Ginny and she has his son who's, who's grown a bit and he asks her if he's, and he doesn't finish the sentence, but he's asking, is he smart or is he like retarded? And he can't even finish the sentence because he's like oh, choking yeah. up. And yeah. then she says, he's very smart. And you see this look like this, this relief. On yeah. Forrest, that his son doesn't have the same Huge. problem that he's dealt with his whole Huge. life. 
and he's the most it's beautiful very thing powerful. I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. It's a very powerful scene. Yeah. And then it's there's like one. I could I could list like four more, but yeah, that's that was the first one that came to okay. mind. It's a good pick. It's in my top um, ten favorites of all time. Josh. I'll watch it again did one day. You, did you did you blubber up like when Lieutenant Dan fell out of his wheelchair? <laughs> <laughs> I fell love that scene. His wheelchair. I love I that scene. They did a brilliant thing, by the way. Most people don't realize this. Just to sell on the effect of the CGI like legs yes. being taken out. Yeah. So that scene where when he falls out and when he sits up, you know how when he goes and he rotates and like his legs are sweeping past the clear table that's there? Mm-hmm. That was never there. They actually had a circle cut out on the floor to mark it, and that was a CG table that they added in. Yeah, well, not nice. CG. I think it was uh, added like they just did a, an empty plate. The, the, one, the one great thing I would say that's actually one of my favorite examples of a movie using CGI ever. The, the yeah. way it used visual effects is. Yeah, they, they were very pretty smart darn good. about it. They were very smart about it. Mm. All right, Cal. Calvin, next, next what's cry? next, Cal? Cry, boy, please. Cry. I don't, I don't cry. Um, yes, the next, do. the next, I don't. The next movie that I thought of is actually Inside Out. Oh, God. I don't know what oh, you guys the, think. Oh, is of this that the movie. Pixar movie? Yeah, that's, that's my oh, dude, second that's favorite Pixar most, movie. Dude, that's like the I best, most just, original like Pixar film we've seen in like twenty years. I'm it's actually great. not surprised a little bit because I can just imagine Cal in the theater just going, "This is my wife, Bing Bong." <laughs> no, dude, Cal, great pick, man. Inside yeah. Out thank was you, so good. You. Yeah, so no. good. If like her. Um, you best case scenario, I would have picked Toy Story three, but I wouldn't feel comfortable just showing a sequel to a trilogy. You know, I like gotcha. the third part of a trilogy. What's the one they were pick... about to burn? Oh yeah, in the, in the furnace. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They made I'm... you. They held on for a while. Oh my me... god! Wait, is this Dude, actually going to happen? Like the very last second. Last so second. Good. The fact. Think... I'm gonna be honest, Calvin. I I agree with you on that one because when I was in the theater. They were slowly creeping to it, and like three minutes goes by. And I'm like, okay, when are they going to get out of here? Come on, come on. And then at one point, they just all like, what, like they're all freaking out. And Woody just looks at somebody, yeah, at Jesse, and puts his hand on, on hers. Mm-hmm. Like, we go together. Her that look. I'm like, we're going together, no, Jesse. No, you're not going to make it. No, no, no. So powerful. Dude, well, that film I think will definitely make you cry. Specifically in that scene, I don't remember if it was Woody asking Buzz or Buzz asking Woody, but I think it was Woody who was like, Buzz, what do we do? And Buzz just looks at him. Just holds his this, hand and we're like, we go yeah. together, baby. We oh, go yeah. together. We're going to die. We're going to die together. That's how we're One of the do. most serious <laughs> resignations of movie. death. And that's in a kid's movie. Like, Let's throw that in there. Because we're going to burn the these toys on the live. Or like our age yeah. or older. So they're like, oh, let's mess with them a little bit. Oh, good. Yeah. But, um, that's a good but, pick, Cal. But, but inside, inside out. Is your yeah inside yeah. out? But that's a good I, I want to yeah, take a movie yeah, that stands on its own. Yeah. Yep, um, and then so, it does. So what what what's your st- is what did you say your standout moment? The of moment that stood out to me, and you guys might like totally disagree with this. Uh, but, I, I cried um, during that whole movie. So. I know it. I know. It oh, Josh, you cried. <laughs> I did. Okay. Wait, jo- Travis, you know what I'm gonna say? Which scene okay, is this? I want to hear it. Let's it's, guess. It's it's uh, when they get what? out of the pit and the imaginary friend. Yep. Oh, Big yeah, Bong. I, knew Bing Bong. I know. You know me. You're, you're talking you know about Big you know what? Bong, man. No, oh, can I, I know the exact moment. I know the exact moment. Tell when when they get out, yeah, and he starts trickling yeah, tell with her. Tell her I love her. I love her. And then just I love her. take her to the moon for me. Take, take her to the moon. To the moon, Alice. I'm kidding. Take her to the moon. I see Cal getting choked up right now. Dude, Cal's no, gonna not. cry on the live on the show. This is great. <laughs> At a certain point, I thought, the clock. he's gonna get almost through the entire thing, and I'll make you okay, Cal. You just boom, see gets... him go. 
He's just like closing his laptop. So Cal, Cal, that's two yeah. excellent picks. What is Thank door you. number three? Um, door number three is the perks of being a wallflower. Never seen it actually, but I read. Oh it. my gosh, that movie is so underrated for a million reasons. It's so Thank good. You. It's Travis, so. Travis. Did you say you've you? never seen it, but you've read it? Yeah, I. I... Wait a minute. You read the book? You read the book? That's that shocks me. Travis. That actually really okay, shocks me. Cal, let me ask you. Let me tell you a quick story before you go into your explanation as to why this film is on project. your list. I was at, we were on campus one night and I was at my friend's place in Millennium Hall on campus and we're sitting there. I don't go to Towson just so you know. I don't know what Okay, well, Travis, I'm talking. Travis, Travis, you know Cal Millennium Hall. Cal has no right? education whatsoever. No, Cal so doesn't know what a college campus looks like. Travis, exactly. do you know Millennium Hall? Do you know what I'm talking about? Nope. <laughs> okay, great. Let's just say, okay, for argument's sake, let's just say I went into our friend's residence halls, right? And we're chilling at his place and we're sitting there. And we're like, okay, we got our snacks and everything. What movie are we going to watch tonight? And someone had the idea, let's watch Perks of Being a Wallflower. And I said, oh, I haven't seen this shit. I've heard good things. And like, Pop it in. My jaw, towards the end of that movie, my jaw drops. I'm like, this movie is great. Why did it not get any Oscars? Like, seriously. It's so good and well acted. And the story hits you, man. Like, especially with Logan Lerman's character, because the story is pretty much centers around him. But when his like story, more of his backstory, I should say, is revealed yeah. on why yeah. he's in so much pain and why he's been sort of a recluse and like reserved about himself, I was like, whoa, that's that's deep, man. That's that that's something else. But it's great though. And Emma freaking Watson from Harry Potter. Oh man. I definitely slept on that film because like everybody's it told is... me that it's an essential and I I just never got around to it, but somehow I was given yeah. the privilege Personally, of having the Cal, books. So I'm like, one all of right. the two things one i think it's emma watson's best performance outside of the hp franchise and two it's a severely underrated coming of age movie that's just great it should have gotten more oscar buzz that year should have gotten even it should have gotten oscars period but anyway cal why did you choose this movie (laughs) well as someone who's seen the movie i don't need to tell you there's i mean like you said uh what's is the uh the character's name was charlie i don't remember i don't know anything about actors logan lerman yeah charlie His backstory was devastating. It's deep, man. It's not even just that. There are so many minute moments in the whole story that I think would resonate with a lot of adolescents. You know, adolescence is this period of life where your emotions are so heightened and everything you feel Mm -hmm. is like times 10. And they did such a good job of portraying that and bringing you as a viewer back to that time in your life, even if you've gone past that. They, they just do such a good job of bringing you into that mood and you fall for it. There are, um, there are the soundtrack two, is so good too. Soundtrack's good. There are two scenes in particular oh, yeah, that I always think of that movie. It's my, sure. These are two of my most, un- like scenes that I just always think of as far as dramas and I'm, mm-hmm. um, the first one is the fight scene. Um, in, in the cafeteria? In, in the cafeteria, yeah. Okay, um, yeah, yeah. And just the, the way that Logan Lerman performs in the kind of aftermath, you know, cuts to black and all that stuff. That, and Ezra Miller and all the, it's just, <laughs> It's really, really um, just Super a great... he was in there. Yeah. Yep. Um, A.K.A. The Flash. He yeah, was in that. It's a really... That's oh, my God. That is him. <laughs> yeah, it's The Flash, dude. It's a really, I don't know um, actors. One, one, so of his, one of his earlier... I think that might be the first movie I ever saw him in. Um, that scene is, always just stands out to me. And then the other one is the, fo- the, the phone call scene later on when he kind of comes to... Tr- realizes kind of what happened. Then he calls his sister at the, at the, uh, oh, yeah. the party. At, yeah. at that the scene party. always yeah, yeah. Um, hits me whenever I watch it. So. I like the I like the scene when they're in the truck and they're just listening to music, but they have their arms out and they're just like letting everything take them. Like in the they're in the tunnel scene. Remember that, yeah, Cal? Yeah, the tunnel yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah. Like when they're just letting themselves go and just being free. 
Like that's so that's I haven't movie. seen the it's film, but I've seen that because that's like apparently the most iconic scene. I'm gonna yeah. be honest, because this is where we're all honest here. Every time I see that scene, all I can think about is there's a low hanging beam somewhere in this tunnel, and, it, <laughs> and <laughs> someone's gonna get hurt severely. It's like a twenty twenty two Jump Street where he gets hit in the face while he's on the top of the truck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly that. And you know what, Cal? You reminded me. I'm gonna buy this film on Blu-ray. I gotta, I gotta put also, this in my collection. It has to happen. First off, this is this is making me feel if if. if I've been told about this film so much, and Cal saying it's a movie that almost got him to cry. That means it oh, definitely yeah. has potential. I need to make time it's, to watch it. I, I just, yes. I'm going to add it to my Amazon list, Cal. It's gonna, I I'm just want to say, it. I know we're only three movies in. Um, and Ryan, your, your, your festival was good. Travis, yours is something. Uh, Cal, <laughs> uh, I know, yours, I think... yours is the one that's getting my money. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> thank Josh. You. Thanks thing, for being not supportive. The one thing, the Thanks, one thing I'm going to establish that we also do have to have to acknowledge this is going to be like the one festival where people actually leave depressed oh yeah that's true that's my gonna festival, be the first gonna one leave with a giant smile on their yeah, face whereas but it's cal Cal's. everyone's gonna leave crying they might leave crying travis's too for different reasons uh, yeah. <laughs> for different <laughs> yeah, but, reasons yeah cal. and you know what they're gonna be leaving crying <laughs> at mine and i'm gonna be sitting there looking at them like how dare you sir cal what what's pick number four i gotta know okay, this festival so. i gotta say this festival is great it's already got my money well, it might, it might go downhill for you guys now. I know oh, no. for a fact that neither Travis nor Josh know the last two movies because they're anime movies. Okay. I might have uh, heard of them. I don't know if I've seen them. Okay. So, Ryan, I don't know if you've seen yeah, any. Nope. But, Haven't okay. seen an anime. Sorry. Okay. You lost my money. Well, they're movies on their own. They're not like based okay. on anime. Go, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, so, yeah, if you haven't seen them, there's not much to say. But uh, the, the second, yeah, right, the fourth one would be um, Grave of the Fireflies. That's the one I thought you were going to say. Heard of it? Actually, haven't seen it. Heard of it? Seen never it. seen it. You know the movie? Yep. I, I, I know of it, but I haven't seen it. You have to watch it. Like, if you guys want to cry, you have to watch this movie. Cry? I, if I, I want, do I, I look like I want to cry? We're in the middle of a pandemic. The last thing I want to do is cry. Oh, okay. Don't I've, watch heard a it, I've heard Definitely this is a very it. emotionally traumatic so, film. Yeah, is, just, is it more heavier than, like, other films? Like, it's very heavy emotionally? Like, it's extremely heavy? Yes. Okay, yeah. so, so whoa, this is heavy. Yeah, I knew that good. was coming. I knew that was coming. <laughs> it's not good, then. <laughs> heavy. There's that word again. Is there something wrong? Why are things so heavy in the future? Is there probably the Earth's gravitational pull? Cal, pitch me on um, Grave of the Fireflies. So, right? yeah, what yeah. is it? So um, it takes place. There's a firefly. <laughs> in a yeah, grave. There are fireflies. There are some fireflies. It's like in a, a graveyard. Um, but it's uh, it's. Right after they dropped the bomb on Hiroshima. Oh, jeez. Or Nagasaki. Wow, I, I'm I already depressed. And um, it follows these two siblings, a boy and a girl, just trying to survive after everything they know was just blown out. Um, and I'm going to say, now I'm going to say, leave. Put, make sure Perks of Being the Wallflower is the last movie you show because you got that's the <laughs> happiest you're going to be. That's the happiest yeah. movie well, no, you're going to Inside Out. Inside Out. Well, well actually, Inside Out has a bit of a happier Maybe. ending than yeah, yeah, you know, you're right. You're, you're right. They, yeah, okay. they always switch it back around and be like, hey, I know you feel like crap, but there's always hope. Thank you for paying. Yeah, in- Inside Out's your last film, Cal. Yeah. yeah. Grave of the Fireflies is just very, very depressing. But It, it sounds like it. The, the thing is, I you, this might shock you, but I don't actually like just straight-up depressing movies because it's harder for me to feel – a strong emotion if I'm depressed the whole time. It's oh, it's yeah. much more effective if I feel a range of emotions because then the sad ones are 
uh, amplified by the happy ones, you know, especially if I can really care about the characters. But I just have to say Grave of the Fireflies is the one, the one movie that's like pretty much, I mean, there are some really heartwarming moments in it, but it's very dark and very heavy the whole time. And it just gets me. And it's the most effective movie I've ever seen at doing that. Is this a Miyazaki film? Yes. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, it's I didn't not. Think it not. It's a no, it's Ghibli not. film. It's a Ghibli oh, it's, film. It is Studio not, Ghibli, but it's, it's not, not Miyazaki. Miyazaki. All right, gotcha. That's right. All right. At least I got. At least I thought I was in the ballpark. Yeah, yeah, you were. Okay. You tried. See, I'm not totally useless, Josh. <laughs> I mean, then, between the two of you, I'd say Travis is maybe the more uh, on the useless side. Yeah. Well, look at yeah, his he, film festival. <laughs> I know it makes no logistical sense. Anyway, Cal, what's your fifth and final pick that's going to bring this baby home? Okay, so again, this is pro. This one you may not have even heard of. It's called A Silent Voice. Um, never heard of it, no. And it actually, I've never heard of this ever. Okay, so yeah, this one came out in 2016, so this would be the most Oh, that was so 20 year. years ago, Cal. So yeah. 20 years ago. <laughs> Feels and, like um, it. <laughs> it follows the story of these two students, and one of them is a girl who is deaf, and oh. it takes place in you know a, a Japanese school, so she was pretty much bullied for being deaf her whole life. And okay. he, as a like elementary schooler, he bullied her a lot for it. And then for like the next many years of his life, he didn't talk to her at all, but he felt incredibly guilty, he felt intense guilt. So he learned sign language and then he found her again. And the story just like kind of picks up from there. Like he's trying to make amends for everything that happened and he's trying to understand her. And the story, like that part of the story is just so not important because it's insane the shit that actually like the character development the dialogue the interaction it's a slice of life movie so it's not about a plot right it's just the character interactions to everything it's it it brought me close to crying so many times the soundtrack is the best out of these five movies that i've named easily this one has the best soundtrack Hmm. the music the music is so beautiful Wow. But I, I, I highly recommend it. So Cal presents the most sad and depressing film festival of all time this yep. weekend. Buy your tickets now or forever hold your peace. Okay. Uh, you sold me on two or three of the five. So I'm impressed that you chose Forrest Gump, Inside Out, and Perks to Be a Wallflower. That's a movie I don't hear about enough that should be talked about. It's a fantastic movie. But yeah, movie. that's three out of five, man. You would get me for one and a half days, and then I would split for the last There's at least but you two have movies. To, you, have to, you have to watch the movies that you haven't seen yet. That's the no, point. That, that, that's, that's the, the point. one thing that gets yeah. me is because yeah, I guess he right. has I guess one, right. most of them are ones that like I've seen and like I get it or it's ones where I haven't seen and like it's this is like my chance yeah. to like get a new experience which is nice because if you're going to go to a film festival it's like oh I got ones where I can relate because I know why it's here because I had the same emotions and another one's like like it, I feel like I have a confidence of knowing that if he has these films I'm aware of that I felt the same way and that's why he has these I'm like oh then I'm going to also experience these ones that way I'm getting a new experience and I'm most likely going to probably feel something along the lines of the same way because the the mentality is kind of shared based off of the common interest in the other ones I will say this the one that I always say is the one that makes me cry and I I, I don't know why it's like a long Click. build up and so here's the thing. One of them was, but it's like, and not anymore. It was when I saw it in theaters when it first came out. It really got me, that raining scene. And he's like, yeah. He's for his kids. Yeah, he's reaching yeah. for his kids because like, he's dying. I mean, that got me a little bit. But now I it's just like, yeah. now, but now I've seen it too much to be like, ah, he's going to be fine. 
But the one that still <laughs> gets me. Yeah. Man, that movie's old school. That's like 2006 right there. Man, that's old. I know. And then uh, the other one, still to years. this day, it kind of get it, it gets me at the very end. I think it just sure. ends beautifully. The Judge? The Judge. See, Calvin gets me. Wait, is this the, the, the Robert, Judge, like the Robert Downey Jr. one? Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen this movie yet, so I can't comment or speculate, but okay. That kind of just, I thought that was a movie that just kind of came and went and no one cared. Yeah, that movie came out was like one week, so two weeks, here's and then the just thing. the theater. So that's a good point. So the one that everybody just kind of slept on, worth watching. The Judge. I'm telling you. I'm okay. telling you. I'll have to look Mr. it up. Mr. Iron Man. He's back and at Robert it again. And Robert Duvall. You know? Yeah, no, Robert Duvall is part of the reason that helped make it so. I'll have to look that <laughs> up. You know, like, it's just, it's so beautiful. I remember I watched it in my living room in the mid, in the, in, in the afternoon around my family. And when it was over, one tear went down my face and I went, God damn it. And I got up and I walked away into my room and I, I just looked back at my family. I said, that was beautiful. And I just, I went into my room. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, now I'm curious, Ryan. What are some movies that have made you cry? Ryan doesn't cry. Are you crying right now? No, um, no, I've no. Believe me, man. I've I've had some moments in my life where I've teared up some, and you know, had a good cry. You know, it happens. We're all human, right? I mean, I mean, Cal's not human because he doesn't. He's never cried before, allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, I think you're. I think you're full of it, Cal. It's I think you cried. It's been a decade. I've I made him cry. You've cried a lot, I think, but that's okay because that what makes you human. It's okay, unless you're a cyborg from you know X amount of years, and Skynet sends you back to kill Sarah Connor. I, I told anyway, Cal just enough that way I know he um, cries, but he just waits till I leave to do it. So that way, right when he closes the door, he's like, "Like, I'll say that. I'll say this, Cal. I'll say this. Not in a long time, but earlier on when I started watching Forrest Gump, I did get teary eyed at the end during the grave scene between him and Jenny." That was a sad. That was, that was teary eyed. Number two is when, uh, aside from Forrest Gump, it was the scene in Field of Dreams where Kevin Costner looks at his dad as a young man. He says, "Dad, want to have catch? I'd like that." Yeah, see, that final scene in Field of Dreams makes me break every time because I know what it's like to lose a dad. It sucks. It's horrible. So that brings the feels, Cal. That brings the feels. So Field of Dreams, if you build it. He will come. It's a true statement. So there's a there's a couple of examples. What else have I cried out? Man, there's so many good ones. Um, man. Okay, you know what? I didn't like full on cry, but I did get teary eyed during one or two scenes in Titanic. I'll admit it. Really? I'll admit it. I'll admit so it, Cal. Really? Which ones? I'll I admit it. Go ahead. Was was it when they were having sex in one of the cars? Oh my god! Dude, this guy's so beautiful. Dude, dude, no heavens, no! What do you then, what do you think I'm Travis, crazy? Do you not like Titanic? I mean, it's all right. Oh, I love Titanic. No, I mean, I, mean, it's I think a good movie, but Josh, like, it's personally, like, it's one of I, I still think it's one of James Cameron's best films he ever made. Oh yeah, me too. I, I'm a, I, uh, Avatar. I have yet to dislike a movie he's ever made. So. <laughs> Avatar. That's a whole other discussion. But anyway, uh, Titanic. What was the scene that I cried at? Probably when I won't let go, Jack. I won't let go when she's on the door. That, that never, could have that could have held both of them, but that never. Even when I first watched <laughs> it, that never got me. Well, that kind of got me. And then the other scene was the ship actually sinking, and then all the people like dying. That was like very sad. Uh, it Extremely. actually happened. No, I know it did, actually, but it's still, but no, but I'm just saying, like, that made me sad, and then when Rose is telling the story, like, when you see the boat coming back to try to save people, and it's, like, the one boat, remember that? 
and she blows the whistle to like make make you know make sure that they hear that she's still alive and then she tells that monologue like 1500 people went into the sea when titanic sank from under us you know and that one boat there were 20 boats floating nearby but only one came back one six were saved from the water myself included i mean that whole spiel just gets me it gets me i'm not gonna lie i mean it does definitely put you in a certain mindset when it's like when the boats are like maneuvering through the water and then there's just a dead silence as you go back and forth between the people who are safe in the boat looking out onto the frozen yeah, dead corpses. Water, yeah yeah just, just knowing that like they have to deal with the fact that they were part of a choice of saying i got to choose that i lived and you died mm-hmm. you know like just dealing with that like that's what's uh that's what, and i always thought it was actually interesting there was one character um i do not I don't remember his name, but I remember he played as the father in Jumanji with Robin Williams, that guy. Yeah, Jonathan Price. Yeah. Jonathan Price. He had a scene where everybody was trying to evacuate, and he was like helping. Uh, he was handing over a baby to some lady, like while she was getting on the boat. And then right when he did that, he looked over his shoulder and he saw that the guard that was like getting people on board wasn't looking. So he just hopped on. And the second he did, he did. And there's this moment where they have it shot. So the guard literally sees him sit down and he yeah. stares at him. And he just has this moment of like keeping his eyes straight and the guard could have easily told him to get, get off. No, but he's like, you know, I'm gonna let you go. And then they start to lower him. And then when he does, he looks up and he doesn't look relieved. He looks ashamed of what he did. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. You're ashamed. Yeah. You got to live with that because they don't, they're not gonna, but you, you are. It's rough. It's a rough time. I'd have to sit and think about more moments that made me cry, Cal, but those are just some examples for your report that I'm sure you're going right. to write about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Got all I, this written down. It's, it's very useful for me to know how to make people cry. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how to break me. Oh, please. Travis, I know better than anyone. Doesn't the Dark Knight you know make you too. cry, Travis? Not at all. It makes not even me when, doubt society. Not even when I believe in Harvey Dent dies at the end. It doesn't make you cry. Dude, I, I, knew the second, I knew the second. I knew the second he was introduced. I was just like, I don't trust this man. I only. Trust, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't I only trust, trust Harvey Dent. I only trust the man in black. All right, uh, he's gonna save the day. Uh, and then Joker started popping up, on, and I started sitting there going, "Man, he's got he's gonna live. good points." Jesus Christ! You know, it really makes you think. These people, really they'll think. cast you out. Mm-hmm. He uh, he really makes you think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you have an idea I, for this, Josh, or are you just going to sit back and watch the rest of us have fun with us? <laughs> Josh, I, I've decided to come up with a more serious thing for, for my marathon. Okay, go ahead. It's a three-day weekend of your entire filmography, and then I just sit there, and the Q&A is me going like, all right, pause. What did we do wrong here? What did we do wrong here? Anyone? Anyone? Cal, is you want to come up here? Include- and you go, oh, like to thank you thank you does this include our upcoming star wars film or which is everything wait, prior what did full we disclosure do wrong josh here? i cannot wait to see that movie next summer we, yeah, i'm so excited uh, i'm so ex- over the moon excited but to answer your question earlier yeah i yeah i actually did have an idea for a uh, um film Travis, festival weekend film festival. uh travis did you want to expand on your festival oh yes thank you um, also, you are still going to be there, but you're going to be like locked into a chair with spikes on it. So every time you try to flinch to get out of it, like you just dig deeper into the chair. I'm like, no, you will listen to these critiques. Calvin, continue. And you're like, oh, thank you. Um, I thought the workflow was 
not ideal. I didn't need to be there half the time. I told them that. That's a true story. <laughs> He's like, we needed, we Cal, needed, Calson, we needed, like, I have to. We agree. needed extra hands. Uh, yeah. Small little so, dainties. Real quick. So my, my idea was a, a cage Look, there it is. A what? A cage-a-thon. What does oh, that mean? Three exactly? nights, three nights of Nicholas Cage. Oh, a cage night. Okay, yeah, got you. Um, so you're not going to lock the audience in cages, but you're going to show them the greatness yes, that is yes, Nicolas yes. Cage. Uh, movie number one is going to be mm-hmm. Face Off. Yes, it's one of my favorites. Uh, of my favorites. Kyle, Travis, have you seen Face Off? Yes, I have. Oh, I want his face. <laughs> um, fun, full cage being cage. Uh, it's like second, looking in a mirror. Well, only you're, you're not. overlooking John Travolta too. He did all right. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to John Travolta in a second. Dude, John Travolta was great in that movie. Um, the second one on, and that's gonna then it's gonna be followed by National Treasure. Of course. Okay, that's yeah, a family okay. film and, classic. And there you go. A little more fun. Then the next day it's gonna be Con Air. Not a big fan. <laughs> Just walking around. Not, I'm, I'm sorry, Josh. Oh, I'm not a huge fan either, but it's fun. Dude, honestly, this is perfect timing for that. I can just let the hair down, wear a wife, uh, like yes. I can just wear a wife either in like a blue jeans, the and, I, and I could just be walking um, around looking at people. And, and then I'm the fa- the next and following that is going to be the Wicker Man because it's. Still, I haven't seen that yet, Josh. Uh, ridiculous. That one, that one, I've yeah, seen clips one. of it, but I've never seen it all the way the through. The bees, the bees, um, and then well, Sunday. The Sunday is the funnest, day, most fun day because we have we have a kick ass, followed by. A, I love that movie. A roast of Nicolas Cage that is including the entire cast of Face Off, National Treasure, Con Air, The Wicker Man, and Kick-Ass. A roast? Like we get to say uh, things horribly okay, yeah. to them? Why? Yeah. Okay, I have a question for you, Josh. Why did you not include one of Nicolas Cage's greatest performance of his career was gone in 60 seconds? I was How dare you? Just, it's just How not, it dare doesn't, you? It doesn't fit the feel. Are Honestly, you kidding me? Gone in 60 Seconds is a, is a good one. I it's thought a fun movie. movie. It is, it is it's a fun the movie. movie. It's what like the best Ghost movie about Rider? car boosting. Okay, yeah, it's I'm looking for the movie where cars. he is at his most Nick Cage. Well, but he's pretty. He's pretty at, well Nick Cage in that movie. Gone in 60 here's Seconds. Here's the thing. You should look at his recent movies that are like indie films that you really have to search for because oh, yeah, he's well, gone I, on yeah, next level. What was that movie he did a couple years ago called Joe? Yeah, Joe. Yeah, Joe. Mandy. You have movies like that, but Which I wanted to go. Which one the one where real... he's like freaking out in the bathroom in his underwear, like drinking heavily and just going, oh! I have no idea. Oh! Did you see that movie with him oh! called Mom and Dad? Did you see no, that crazy zombie I, movie? I, I, I was so Yeah, I was so okay. close to watching it, but I didn't. I didn't. I still that plan to. That movie looks so bonkers out of this world crazy, but I may want to see it just because. Yeah. I think he know he's well aware that he's the crazy guy. So when he gets he involved, is. he's like, "All right, so I'm just gonna do whatever. I'm just gonna do whatever." Okay, I have I'll creative control. Great. Cal, any thoughts on the cage? Yes, I have a hot take for you. <laughs> okay, go ahead. My favorite Nicolas Cage movie. I've probably seen like three, so it doesn't matter. And <laughs> is actually The Family Man. That it's is okay. another Man. great underrated Nicolas Cage you like performance. It? Dude, oh my I have God. the Family. Cal, Cal, we've I got, we've got good Diva things. Duh. I have right, it on Diva got... It's so effing good. It's, it's so movie. good. Josh, how it. dare you not pick I've not, I've Gone in 60 Seconds or The Family Man? How dare you? They don't fit. They don't fit. The I don't think, they're so good. I don't think Josh would like The Family Man. 
What's it about? I like that's because because Josh has no taste in good movies. I like I like I like fun. I like nice family. Dude, the Family Man will hit you in the feels. It's so good. Yeah. The relate. By the way, Cal, the conversation that he and Taylor Leone have like that towards the end of the movie when he's sitting in the uh, recliner and she's sitting on the steps, saying, "I thought we would grow old together in this house and do X, Y, and Z." That makes me start crying. It's so good. It's so good. Travis, have you seen it? Nope. (laughs) Nope. Because Travis doesn't know what a mo- good movie is when it no, slaps him in the face. I, I but, think, um, Travis, yeah. I think you would like it. I you need to see The Family Man. I you mean, like, I'm definitely open to watching it. You need to see it. It's That's when Nicolas Cage actually takes his acting craft seriously. And Ryan, who the fu- who are you to tell me that like I don't know a good movie when it hits me in the face when I've recommended a lot of good movies to you and you're like, no, no, I don't plan on seeing it. I'm just like, are you kidding me? You out of all people, we are both <laughs> guilty of being unaccomplished in life. And the sooner you accept that, the sooner we can move on. I'm just glad that Cal and I have better taste in movies than some people yeah, on this panel do. It really shocks me because I'm not the movie guy out of these guys. Like, I don't know if you know this, Ryan, but I don't actually know anything Kelvin, about no. you don't understand. Yeah. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm just glad I'm that somebody failing. other than me knows the family man. I've heard of it. I just don't know anything about Look, it. Look, I'm trying to be good in the film industry, but I'm failing. That's why I'm struggling. You're failing right miserably. Right? <laughs> Cal, I'm actually um, I'm surprised you didn't say Into the Spider-Verse is your favorite of his movies. Ooh, he's good in that too. He's he's, Even though he's a voiceover, it doesn't. It's a voiceover. Yeah, that's why I wasn't sure if it really counts. Who is he? Um, He's uh, Spider-Man Noir. Yeah, he is Spider-Man Noir, and he was very good in that, by the way. Yeah, I had no idea, but I wouldn't call that a Nicolas Cage movie. Yeah, that's. I I kind of that's the gray area for me with Kickass is that it's not a huge, but he is not really a Nick Cage. He steals that movie for me. Do you feel like in Kickass? Okay, when he's getting burned alive, he's like getting a little too crazy with the yelling. Like, oh, that's why I love it. You got him. He he leans leans into it. I I know he really does. What were you saying, Cal? Nicholas Cage plays Clark Kent and Superman in the Teen Titans. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Oh, I heard about that, but I haven't seen it yet. What? Yep. No, a, I haven't seen a, it either. What a role model. It's a fun little movie. I've heard good things about Josh. No, the thing is, like, I'm a huge original Teen Titans fan, so, like, oh, I, okay. get, I get why people hate Teen Titans Go, but I've actually seen Teen Titans Go, and I'm like, this is, like, mm-hmm. one it's of the very, funniest modern cartoons yes. that there is. It's, so it's I would a, probably like the a, movie a lot. It's a cute little meta kind of DC yeah, yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I just missed the somewhat serious storytelling aspect that the yeah. original Teen Titans the had because they Teen had such Titans a good so direction good. it was going. And the fact that we can't have that anymore, it's like, eh. Oh, oh God, we pissed him off. What did you do, Josh? <laughs> he, he doesn't like Teen Titans. I wish his microphone was still on. And like when he got up to walk away, we just hear, oh, oh my God, they're so awful. Oh. Ah, and then he just comes back and sits down. I'm never no, coming back. No, no, he comes back after yelling and saying how awful we are, and he sits down and he unmutes himself, and then all of a sudden he looks at you and goes, "Man, great picks, Cal." See, Travis, if great this was picks. if this was you again, like the last time we that you just left your room for an episode, we just ended. <laughs> I mean, we could. No, no, Travis, that's, that's disrespectful. You're disrespectful, Travis. Are you not this crazy on nerd culture? I have to hone it down, I think. I, I feel like Ryan is experiencing a part of you that he has not seen. I told him that was going to happen, and I think he's <laughs> learning to live with it. That's all I'm saying. 
I mean, I'm just saying, like, the least this guy could do, you know, is maybe bring up some good things. But, you know, just – I don't think Ryan is – oh, there he is. Ha, ha, ha. buddy. But Ryan, is, is Travis any more or less uh, – what's the word? Uh, crazy than you're a, uh, used to via nerd culture <laughs> compared to I, here. Yeah, on here he's – I feel like I've learned more things about my <laughs> colleague known as Travis. And I feel like he's more crazy here than – uh, to a certain extent, when we were on set, when we were on set, because, you know, COVID has ruined everybody's lives. Um, but, uh, hey, at least I feel safer knowing that we can do these things through video conferencing uh, and streaming services. So I don't have to actually physically be in the same room with him because it's very <laughs> scary and intimidating <sighs> to be in a room with this guy. So the yes. fact that we can do these through StreamYard and Zoom or whatever other streaming service that we use for our neuroculture content makes me feel a lot safer yeah. about myself. So. Ryan, I'm not that bad. Okay? <laughs> I think you are. You not just that want to bad. Admit it. Well, I will say this, though. Um, outside of this, by the way, these film festivals, great ideas from everybody except this other thank- guy named Travis. Um, your ideas are <laughs> I was about to thank you, and, sir. And deplorable. But, um, yeah, uh, Nick Cage, you got some homework to do there, Josh. You haven't seen The Family Man, I don't think. So you got to yeah. watch that. Yeah, Josh, you an idiot. Huh. What, what an idiot, right, guys? And you got to rewatch the greatness that is gone in sixty seconds because that's one of the it, best. It is. It's good. Like, I've seen it. I just I don't think it fits. I don't think it fits the criteria of what I'm going for. That's fair. I guess I can let it slide. Oh my you know, God. Kind of. You know, I just had a thought for another festival. You want to hear it? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll give you a, uh, this quick thought. Uh, I like movies that have like a summer vibe to them, or like have scenes that take place on a beach, so like a summer type vibe. Midsummer, so, I knew it. Midsummer, not midsummer. No way. I haven't seen it yet. Don't don't ruin it for me. Um, I'm surprised heard, you're going to watch it in general. Uh, I yeah, I've heard very creepy, disturbing things about both. One of my that. favorite. What movies. was the other one he did? Hereditary. Yes. I haven't seen that yeah. either. So Hereditary, yeah, I, I think I like better than Midsummer though. I've heard weird things about that filmmaker. But anyway, Ari Last Ari Aster is that a yes. person's name? Yeah. Yes. So anyway, the film festival that I had as a backup plan, a summer type vibe film festival where you have movies like Blue Crush, Captain Ron with uh, Kurt Russell and Martin Short. By the way, Blue Crush is with Kate Bosworth for those of us keeping score at home. Uh, another movie, I just saw this movie for the first time and actually thought it was good, not as great as everyone makes it out to be, but I still think it's good. And it's called Point Break with Keanu Reeves and Patrick Swayze. I don't know if you ever heard of that. <laughs> they made a remake. Wasn't yeah, good. I heard. Wasn't good. By the way, there's a part of me that wants to watch the remake just so I can compare and contrast the original to the remake. You're never the gonna exact be same movie. You're never going to be it's pleased. The- Okay. I mean, I still want to watch it, Josh. So yeah. if I ever find it on a yeah. streaming service or my cable service, yeah. I'll DVR it and watch it and get back to you. But anyway, so you have those three, right? Let me see. I need two more. Um, a movie that has uh, not a lot. It really doesn't have a lot, but it has like a few scenes on a beach, especially when he's drunk and looking for the rum underneath his secret uh, compartment. That's Jack Sparrow. So Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl, the only film in that franchise, because I don't remember any sequels. It's a very movie. good one. Um, I don't remember any sequels coming out after the first one. So... Um, there's I don't know why, one. but the, the only the, – there's many moments, but the one that always is the one that gets to me in my memory is, like, I think it's towards the end, and they tried yeah. they tried to arrest him, and then they let Jack Sparrow off, and he just looks at the general guy. He's like, I want you to know that I was rooting for you. And he's, like, getting closer to his face, <laughs> and the guy's like, oh, oh, God. You're like, like, his breath apparently is just so bad. He's like, yeah. oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just such a good intimate moment. You know those guys really are going to be buddy-buddy at the end of this. Right, Cal? Yeah. You're never yeah. wrong, Travis. I'm never wrong. Thank you, Calvin. Thank, thank you, Calvin. <laughs> and then probably this movie I haven't seen in a long time, but I need to sit down and rewatch it because it was a good film when I first saw it, and it stars the late great Heath Ledger, and it's the biopic about those kids in California, Lords of Dogtown. 
Morgan only thing I know about that movie is it has a great soundtrack. Yeah, it has a great soundtrack, and it's, it's actually a good movie, too. It's got a good story behind it. So there you go. There's your five summer-like movies. And if you haven't seen any of these, I highly recommend that you check them out because they're pretty cool, especially Captain Ron doesn't get enough love. That's a 90s film that's so good with yeah, Kurt Russell never, and I've, Martin I've never Short. Heard of that. So. Well, you got to do was, some you Googling and watch it. <laughs> what was the fourth one? What was the fourth one? It was uh, uh, Pirates of the, the Caribbean? Caribbean. The Curse of the Black Pearl, the first one. That's that's the only movie that I've even heard of out of those five. That's so sad. Cal, Cal, you've never heard of Point Break? Point, Point no. Break is like really famous for a wow. lot of different that's... reasons. I'm, Utah, like I said, I'm not two. a movie guy. And he said that guy. he had good taste. You have no I have soul. good taste out of what I've seen. I don't have a soul. Well, you need to do some you Googling, Cal, and watch. Uh, I, I'll recommend these two. Out of the five, I mean, Point Break kind of goes without saying because a lot of people say it's like a great Keanu Reeves, Patrick Swayze, which to a certain extent it is. I don't think it's great, great, but it's good. It's good. It's just not on the greatness level that I think a lot of people put it on. But anyway, uh, aside from Point Break, Cal, watch Captain Ron and Blue Crush. Those movies will change your life. What about that Kurt Russell movie that like he plays as a, a stuntman driver who kills people? Isn't that uh, death proof or am I thinking? Yeah, it's no, it's death proof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well then that's that's the Robert Rodriguez movie, right? Him and Quentin Tarantino. Dude, I don't even know. I just know it exists. Josh, Google it, man. Google it. (laughs) And Google Captain Ron because you guys need to watch the heck out of that movie. It's an hour and thirty-five minute comedy. It's so good. Google Cal's mental history. I want to get a tap in on this. That's gonna take a while. I don't want you to know about that stuff. What would you do if he just like starts reading off stuff that you're like, wait? Wait, is it actually on there? Oh, why didn't I not include this? Okay, skip Lords of Dogtown. Put in uh, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. That is a great summer movie right or, there. Or. Never heard of that one. Or, uh, it's got um, Christina, Christina Applegate is in it. Do you know who she is? What is it? Nope. I've heard the name. I've heard the name. I think I'm going to ruin the I'm thinking I'm gonna ruin name. It's like we need to talk about. I think his name is Ryan. Like we need to talk about Ryan or something. It has Ezra Miller in it. Oh, oh you mean we need to talk about Kevin. Kevin, thank you. That, is that a summer movie? It's that a movie. a summer movie. I didn't I know why you brought it up. Movie. Calvin, it's a movie. The only good summer movie that I can think of, and it's not even actually a summer movie, but is Cast Away. By the way, I mean, that movie was good up until the last 20 minutes because the ending is crap. The ending is terrible. Once he gets saved, you're like, I don't care anymore now. No, no, no. When he gets saved is, is good, but the problem is he doesn't get his girlfriend back at the end. It ticks me off severely how much of a different Wait, movie would that have been if like he got back and he's like he started realizing that you know the girl was gone and stuff and he just snapped and like just killed her or her lover and it just ends with him just kind of standing over their bodies and it's like this is the movie you came to see well they they made a movie about that same plot point and it's called secret window with johnny depp wait i want to hear ryan explain why why that ending pissed that. you off the ending ticked me off because he doesn't get the girl in the end that ticks me off so severely it's like dude i understand that he was gone for a while but like Look, he's back. Like he's not dead. Like he that's, thought he was. But, but that's life. She has a family no. and yeah, children. No, no, no. She doesn't have a. Uh, she has a that husband is. at the end of the movie, but she doesn't have kids, does I'm she? I'm pretty sure she has a kid. Yeah, they, have, they have a kid. Yeah. Oh, they do have a kid together. Yep. yep. Still, yeah. should have gone. Yeah, she should have gone back with him. I'm so ticked off about that. She's no, not she, contractually obligated. No, no, I don't no, care. No, 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 no. Tom Hanks did all that to get back to her, and he gets shafted. That's not right. You don't do that to America's dad, Tom Hanks. You don't do that. Found. He'll he'll find someone else eventually. He doesn't. He doesn't find anybody. He just well, ends up alone and depressed away at the end hasn't the been made yet. Dude, his story, his story when he got back is like all over the place. You know that that's going in his Tinder profile. Like people are going to be hitting <laughs> oh him up God. every other night. He's fine. Oh my God. 
survives no, three years he's on an island. Fine. Alone. He gets depressed. No, he's still in movie, every every day now. No, it's a castaway oh. too. It's him trying to find love. He's just on his phone swiping. He's like, by the way, Josh, Bye. there's no way there's a castaway uh, two coming out. You oh, made no. that up. How how long uh, was he on that island for? Uh, days. Five no, years. no, no. He was on the island for like six, seven years, dude. I thought was it was really that long. Do you I want to Google it? Yeah. I think he was on there for five or five between six least. and seven, Josh. How hilarious would it have been if like he, he like gets rescued and the first thing he's like, what year Barney is it? Hunt. And then and he's like, or no, Helen Hunt. And it's like, four? Was it? Yeah, for like 40 four. months, dude. Four, four years? That's it? So she four years had a kid? kid? No, it's not. That is nothing. Oh, wait, then yeah. That means Look, like she hooked up she immediately kid, after. That means she hooked up like a year after yeah. he was gone. Uh, so, right. so, like, so wrong. So, that is so wrong, Helen Hunt. The wrong thing isn't that she didn't go back to him. It's that she moved. She left him so quickly. Mm-hmm. You can't expect her what to simply go back after like having you, a new. Husband. What is she supposed to do? Hang around forever? Dude, four years is not that long. Yeah, it really is long, long time. And uh, but to, to, but to have to a family not. already like started and like kind yeah. of going on for that's a few sketchy, years like that right, means that she's that's she has, because, because what that means is she already had that family going. No, she had, had no. She had like a baby, like a newborn baby. A newborn yeah, baby. At the end of the movie. In, like, she would have so been involved like, with this guy for some time before. No, probably, like two, no, probably like two years yeah. after. Or 18 so that months, means, Josh. So that means <laughs> if he came back from the island after just two years, she would still already yeah, have that's, this. So, this, so, this is, this is why Castaway is not a great movie, so Josh. We've come to the conclusion, Hanks gets the I don't, that's not right. We've come to that, the conclusion that if Josh was played the role of Tom Hanks in Castaway, he'd be gone for four years and he'd come back go up to her and then once she's like i have a family now he goes all right that's fair and then just leave and i'm like wow yeah, I mean, what a piss yeah. poor ending that's well, the end we got hey, that I is the ending we got that's why it's so terrible i don't think that makes castaway a bad movie i just think that makes her not a great character yeah she's speaking, a bad person speak, to leave him after speaking like four of years. Uh, speaking of endings cal why yeah, don't yeah. you uh, take us home well Ooh, <laughs> wait what what if what if Tom Hanks? Last thing I'll say. What if like he talks to her and he's just like uh, he's just like uh, I want to be with you. It's like but I have a family. And he shows her the baby. He's like I have a I have a son or whatever. I don't know what the baby was. And then he just goes and he like lifts up the, the same bag. like he he lifts up and he holds up the same like uh, what do you call him? The skate that he used to crack open coconuts. He's like I can fix that. I can fix that for you. He's like no 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 no. It's fine. But we have laws here. We have laws here. On that note, I think it's a great time for everyone to go home. So thank you for joining us for another edition of Lasting Insight. Insight. Make sure to like, follow, and subscribe if you enjoyed that. If you didn't enjoy that, leave us some hate mail down there. If you think my festival was a good idea, let, it, let me know in the comments. And if it wasn't, which it's not, don't say anything because we know it's a good idea. Let us know what you would do if you had a weekend to make a f- festival of your that's own. And also, idea. I'm curious, let us know what movies made you cry, because that's what I want to know. I God, you're so you fake, Calvin. Oh, yeah. Fake <laughs> it till you make it. You, you just sold out right here, right now. No, I sold out many years ago, Travis. Yeah. It's a damn shame. Ryan, where can the good people find you? This is... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, so anyway, uh, after that great segue that was ruined by some dude named Travis who doesn't know a great segue when it hits him in the face. Let me tell you where you can find me. What is that with you can find people in the face. Jesus, you're so aggressive. I know. I'm, I'm tr- I know. I'm so aggressive. I apologize, Josh, if I'm ruining your show. But anyway, 
Um, you can find me and all the great content that we have for you at Neuroculture on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. <laughs> it's Neuroculture. And also check out our YouTube channel because we drop videos every week. We got a lot more in store for you as the months and years go continue to go on, even though COVID-19 makes everything bad. But we're going to entertain you for as long as we possibly can because that's what we're here for, to put a smile on your faces. So other than that, smile. check us out. Have fun. Like, comment, subscribe. Do all that stuff. And I want to thank everyone here at Lasting Insight and Lasting Light Media for having me this week. This was a lot of fun, guys. Thanks for yep. having me. Thanks for being thank on. Thank you for coming. I'm panicking. <laughs> and Travis is panicking. Thanks for having us. Oh, God. Oh, thank God that's over. This guy sucks.